0: Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams and VoiceOver Insider editor Gary McFadden.
1: I'm so glad you tuned in to our VoiceOver Insider Podcasts where we bring VoiceOver Insider information directly to you. You can sign up to be notified every time we've got a new free podcast or other insider information regarding voiceovers at voiceoverinsider.com. I'm Julie Williams. Our guest today is Celia Siegel, one of the top names in talent management. Before founding and building Celia Siegel Management, Celia was a top West Coast talent agent. Um, She's known for creating strong personal brands for voice talent and marketing those brands. Celia and her team help talent make wise business choices and develop strategies to take their VO careers to the next level. Celia, first of all, what is the difference between branding and marketing?
0: Uh, Well, first of all, Julie, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be on your podcast. Oh, we are too. um, That's a good question. Um, The way I see it is branding is really your message about yourself that you craft so that you can control and drive where your career goes. So branding is your way to say, you know, hey, look at me, listen to me, and be known. You know, thinking about Target's brand or Coca-Cola's or Apple's. It's sort of your home base of your product, which is you. So that can be a lot of fun. Do we all need a brand? You know, no, you don't. Um, I mean, certainly you can go through life without a brand. You can have a voiceover career without a brand. Sometimes a brand emerges when you're so specific and so great at what you do. That the way you do it uniquely becomes your brand. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think as competitive as voiceover is these days, it's one easy way to claim who you are in this business. Um, So from my perspective, yes, you do. It would be silly not to. uh, But it wouldn't be like not having a microphone or not having a demo, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. sort of a more up, up on the hierarchy of things that you do to build a really awesome voiceover career. Um,
1: well, let me ask you this about figuring out your brand. Do people typically discover their brand or do they create their brand?
0: You know, I think it depends. Um, well-executed brands take a lot of thought and introspection and interviewing and creativity. So I think if you really, again, want to drive your career, there's a process that goes around it. Um, and the more entrenched and the more successful that you are in your career, the more you know yourself and your style, you know, the more clear it will be. Uh, so I have a lot of tools about how to discover that. Um, you know, which again, I think that is really one of the most fun parts of this business, um, is really discovering how you're different. There are so many people in voiceover now that you don't want to just be a great announcer. You want to be a great announcer that you're the only one like. Mm-hmm. So how do we talk about that? Um, so it's within you already. Um and you can make choices with where you're launching your brand from. You can choose to be a certain way, uh, but in my opinion, it's all about authenticity and who you are as a person. That's what really comes to the forefront when you really do your brand well
1: so it would be more of a discovery as opposed to creation.
0: I would say so, um you know, even if you think of celebrities who are all very well branded. I bet we couldn't name one where their persona is so out of touch with what was discovered within them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they're just really being specific about who they really are and just marketing that to the hilt. And that's why they're memorable.
1: Well, what does a person who maybe can't afford to get help, they're just getting started, they spent all their money on training at a demo, what do they do to? begin to try to figure out their brand on their own. That's a really, I, that's I know that's not something you would encourage that they do, but some people have no choice.
0: No, as a matter of fact, I, I think, you know, we're all artists and I wouldn't completely discourage it. I think we all have gifts and talents and we're good at certain things. And I think if you're not good at that, well, then you outsource it. You know, just like I'm not good at certain things that I get help to do. I would never consider doing for myself, and I go off and do what I'm good at. I have certainly met talent who are brilliant writers, and they just think from a branding perspective, and they do beautiful work doing their own brands. Uh, We'll talk in our seminar together. I love to work with actors about empowering them to discover and uncover their brand for themselves. And then with that information, they can either, you know, get a branding expert to help execute it to the nines or they can, you know, hop online if they're really tech savvy or if they're great artists and they can create on their own. So I think there's a huge spectrum of how it works to execute and make your brand come to life.
1: You know, when I think of branding for a voiceover person, the first one that comes to mind for me is Doug Turkel's branding. I knew you were going to say that. He, he is incredible. It's perfect. And and he's going by The unannouncer. So I was going to ask your opinion on that, but you pretty much said it is perfect, huh?
0: Yeah, no, Doug is wonderful. And actually, he came to us years ago and we took his brand and he wanted just some, you know, another brain on it. So we wrote some other taglines for him and did a postcard campaign. And it was, you know, unjackass and unmulleted. And, you know, it's just such a fun creation that he could just go to town for years and years. And it's so him. He just did brilliant work at, at uh, really showing off who he is uh-huh. right. and claiming that very popular sound so that people think of him when they're looking to hire. Right. So right. he he really did it in a way where you can see how that has helped in his career, not just being a fabulous voice talent, but talking about himself in a way that is memorable and just perfectly descriptive.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, What is another (laughs) example, if you can think of one off the top of your head, maybe one that you did with another voice talent, um, another example of good branding?
0: Mm -hmm. Good, and we'll go over um, some of these in in our seminar as well. I mean, I love so many brands. I I mean, just, you know, off the top of my head, um, you know, there's all kinds of angles that you can go to. Um, Sydney Rainin is a long time client of mine, and um, we've always her her corporate name has been it's Rainin, um, and we did for his her last uh, round of branding right as rain. You know, she she's so solid in her career, and it creates this trust, and just visually, there's a feeling. That really looks like she sounds. I love that brand. Um, Oh, yeah, I could go on and on. If you go to my website, uh, celiasegal.com, you can see examples in our branding gallery. And if you know any of those actors, the fun aha part of it is that each brand isn't just written in a witty way or a trendy way. If you know the talent, you'll be like, oh, that's so Mindy. That's so Joe. Um, so that's always the aim is to really create something that sort of lives within you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, then, you know, you've done it well.
1: We're talking to Celia Siegel of Celia Siegel management, recognized as one of the foremost experts in voiceover branding and marketing. What do you think of the Geico Gecko?
0: Is that good branding? (laughs) You know, it's, it's awesome branding. I mean, if you read the case studies on that. Um, You know, whether or not you like the gecko or think it's corny, they went from being a completely unknown company, nobody had heard of Geico, to being the absolute forerunner. Um, So it took this weird name and in a silly, witty, you know, just their visuals and their creativity there in their commercials is is pretty astounding. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I would say it's a huge branding success. You know, and and to, to comment on that idea, I think sometimes when we are advertising ourselves or doing our brand, you know, it's that need to be liked or liked by everybody. And some of the best brands out there rumple some feathers or some people say, I hate it, but they're noticing. It's that there's no such thing as bad publicity. Um, so, yeah, I think um, uh, Geico definitely met their goals with mm. that campaign.
1: Um Celia, for, for voice talent, you know, Geico used the name, okay? That's not a slogan. It's just uh, like a play on their name, uh, as did, um, what is it, Sydney Rainin? Did you say yep. her name was? Yeah. Okay. Uh with the Rain deal. Um, what do you think when a talent uses their name and associates it, associates it with another brand, like, you know, the, the old uh, someone named Jack associated with Cracker Jack or something like that? Is that uh, good for name recognition, or is it trite, or does it not say anything? What would you say about that?
0: In my opinion, I think it's not good, Um, just because it really doesn't say anything about your voice, like Cracker Jack. Okay, I remembered your name is Jack, but really to brand yourself well, you want to say something about your talent and what you're going to do to solve the buyer's problem when they need the right voice. So just, I do use mnemonics to remember the name, like if you look on my site, Dean White, We used a white background, just as sort of a mnemonic on his name. Um, And I have a few other talent. Um, uh, Amanda Utter, we had that she was utterly effervescent, or we used Utter as an adjective, but we described her sound in a way that was playful and spot on. And so it had that dual purpose of the mnemonic device of remembering the name. Um, but we're educating about what somebody's going to get when they click play on your demo. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I say thumbs down on using other brands. um, It's kind of a beginner move.
1: And specificity is important, isn't it? Instead of saying, you know, versatile voice or something like that.
0: Absolutely. I think, you know, I've been doing this for 26 years. And back when I started, it was more of a feeling of an ensemble cast in every town that did all of the character roles and the announcer roles and all the different genres. And as we all know, like it or not, our business is so saturated that you need to stand out as your own unique individual, or it's, Oh, I want Julie or those 270 other people who are saying the same thing about themselves. Mm -hmm. So why are you, um, it's really a great way to stand out and, and win the job.
1: We're gonna have some more specifics for you in the near future. Um, we're about out of time, Celia. Um, what are uh, just a few things, a nutshell, of what you will be teaching in our webinar?
0: Great, I'm going to teach back to your question on what can people do on their own. I really like when I when I teach a, a class or a webinar, I really like people who take the time to participate, to walk away with some ideas that are, are game-changing. Um, so I call this talk, uncovering the seeds of your personal brand and we are going to talk a little more in depth and maybe we can look at some people's brands and and sort of critique them and what works what doesn't work I can show a few favorite things and why they work and then we're going to move right into um, some exercises that help everybody in attendance figure out ways to be more specific when they are talking about themselves because that's where a great brand platform starts so some ideas to actually have a cornerstone for your brand or enhance your current brand
1: so basically branding 101 to give you the foundation to to know where to start to create your own
0: exactly and get some some great language and ideas uh, about uh, embarking on this as an important part of your voiceover career
1: I'm Julie Williams. Celia, thank you so much for joining us.
0: Thank you. It's a delight.
1: If you're not on the Voiceover Insider list, you can get on it by texting the word VOICE, V-O-I-C-E, to 22828 or by signing up at voiceoverinsider.com. And then you'll always know when we've got someone as great as Celia coming up.
2: And now, the McFadden Minute. Thanks, Larry Wayne. Hi, this is Gary McFadden. Some people have asked, why does Julie get 12 or 15 minutes of the podcast time and you get just a minute? Simple. Julie has more than 30 years in the voiceover business, starting in radio and moving to full-time voiceover just before I started working with her in 2011. Me, I've got about two years of voicing behind me, and three or four regular clients compared to Julie's extensive client list. So in terms of the time split, you can do the math, although I think it requires algebra. The simple fact is, I'm a newbie, but being a newbie gives me a different perspective on the business. So each edition of the VoiceOver Insider podcast, I'll be sharing quick observations, tips, and tricks I'm learning as I become more involved in voiceover. Whoops, looks like my minute's about up. I gotta go.
0: You've been listening to the VoiceOver
2: Insider podcast with Julie Williams. Be sure to join us next week for more VoiceOver Insider information and another edition of the McFadden Minute.